Hey, um, no intro this time, just straight to me. You know, I'm doing something right now that I haven't done in maybe a year and a half. And that is just riffing, um, just going off the mic right here in this moment, in this sort of sweaty, hot day in June, based in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I have a few things on my mind, and I just wanted to share them. Um, I don't know where you are or what you're doing right now as you're listening. Um, probably a mix of things, maybe chores or driving or you know, listening as you walk. Or maybe you just found my podcast because... I don't know, Apple or Spotify, just put it in your algorithm. But thanks for being here. Hopefully something will be important for you today, or at least interesting. That could be a good goal. Um, I've been thinking a lot about how much pressure we put on ourselves to create a meaningful life, to create a good life, to create a beautiful life. Um, I'm not sure where it all came from, <laughs> this pressure, but it's immense. And it it ironically gets in the way of a beautiful life, this pressure to have it all together, this pressure to accomplish things, to hit life milestones. It feels suffocating at times. And if you're listening right now, I just want to say, if you're listening, literally, if you're out of your bed and you've had some food and you brush your teeth, it's a good day. <laughs> it's a big deal to be alive on this planet. And I think we forget that. I mean, I know I forget it all the time. And you know, we kind of go back into our neuroses and our goals and we open up our phone and we pick up Instagram and we think, oh, another place to be, another thing to accomplish, another person who doesn't love us. And it just kind of never ends. You know, it's like the wind, the, the hamster wheel of our mind. Um, it, it takes us everywhere else but where we are. And it often clouds what is most important. Um, and so as I'm sitting here in my hot apartment today, my life is less than glamorous than you'd imagine for anyone having a podcast or anything. I don't even know if you thought my life was glamorous, but you know, there's an ant problem in my apartment. My cats threw up yesterday <laughs> and the fireworks the other day were really loud and annoying. And these are like life things and it's a big deal to be able to experience them. But, you know, it's sort of like paying attention to the idiosyncrasies and the nuances and the sticky parts of life and just being able to like hold it lightly and laugh with things is such a big deal for just happiness. Um, you know, obviously a lot of my work is rooted in leadership. It's in self-awareness. It's in self-acceptance. It's in growth. Um, and it's also rooted in play. And play is one of the things I have felt I have been working with and for for years now. How do I get out of my own way in terms of being too serious and, again, wanting life to be just so? And I don't know. I just think we should be more awkward. <laughs> I think we should walk down the street and compliment more people on their shirt or their shoes or, you know, with consent, I guess, pet the nearest dog <laughs> as long as the dog is cool with it. And just begin to relax into our lives instead of trying to build a life. I bet there's a lot more there than we realize. You know, today I was shopping at my co-op, my Park Slope co-op. And I've been a member now for 10 years, which I joke is my longest relationship. Um, but seriously, it's the longest I've been with any sort of club or team or institution. And it's just an earthy, crunchy co-op where people come and you know, um, the same sort of the things you'd imagine in any supermarket happen, you know, food gets out of stock, things fall on the ground, people are impatient in line, but mostly people at the co-op are really curious and sweet people. Today I was in line and a woman behind me, her and I struck up conversation about how the snack aisle is always the aisle where you wait to get 
to the cash register. And we were joking how, you know, marketing teams and people call it product placement and all the sweet stuff is right at the end, tempting your um, your cravings as you're waiting in line to check out. And and then her and I got to talking about what are the food she craves the most. Turns out the chocolate bark, which is on aisle four, is her nemesis. And I kind of shared with her that the hazelnut butter crunch bites um, on aisle four were doing me in every week. And we just kind of shared this laugh. And it was really sweet. I never even ended up getting to know her name. But before we left ourselves uh, in that conversation and she went to her cashier and I went to my cashier, we shared a movie recommendation. I told her to see The Secret Life of Pets because naturally um, her and I started talking about her pet, her pet cat. And she shared a recommendation that I see a movie called Past Lives. Um, and so I just it was this moment of sweetness of talking to a perfect stranger. And I felt like in that moment, at any point, the conversation could have stopped. We could have looked at our phones. We could have stared straight forward. But for some reason, for about four minutes, we just kept talking to each other. And it felt so fulfilling and it felt so simple. And, you know, maybe that is what life is about. It's it's about being awkward and <laughs> making movie recommendations or chocolate recommendations to a stranger in line. And maybe we don't need to read 900 more books on how to live a life or how to get self-help when really it's a communal thing. Um, so these are some of my thoughts today. Um, another thought I have is just around this concept of following breadcrumbs. Um, we have such a fixation on trying to create a five-year goal, a 10-year goal, a 20-year goal. And I'm not sure again where that started either because we don't actually have much of a say in a lot of things in life. For again, a culture that craves autonomy and choice and power, so much of our life is basically at the whims of 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 life. Um, things happen we can't prepare for. So I've I felt the last like 15, 20 years of my life, this deep-seated sense of like follow the breadcrumbs day after day. Just go where the one thing leads you and the next thing leads you. And I don't think that means that I'm not attuned to my needs or some some vision of a life I want. But it's just that I realize now at 39 versus 22 that I have a lot of say in my life. And also I don't. And that's also a beautiful thing to kind of realize as well. So if you're listening today and this has been helpful, please share it with anyone you'd like. Um, and next time you're in line at the grocery store, um, try to spark up conversation awkwardly, sweetly, give a compliment to someone in line, make eye contact. I know it's radical, but make eye contact. Some people don't get out or don't have as big of a social circle as you'd imagine. And those interactions, these tiny little moments in time are what help people lay down at night and what help people feel like, ah, the day was good. You know, uh, I got a recommendation from a movie for a movie in line uh, at the store today from a friend. So those are where my thoughts are today. Um, nothing radical, but just what is here for me right now in the moment. And instead of fussing over, you know, podcast introduction and closure, I just wanted to give this to you right now as a little gift of spontaneity and a gift of um, caring less about being perfect and caring less about all of that and simply just pressing record and sharing. Bye.